Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. Hey, welcome back to Bob Bernie Live. It is the five o'clock hour. My telephone number eight seven seven Bob Live. Eight seven seven. Two six two fifty four eighty three. Uh, you've heard about the uh, slippery slope, the proverbial slippery slope. Uh, I don't know what you'd call this. Uh, probably, um, oh, it's been at least ten years ago. I talked on this program about, uh, well, I talk about this all the time. When you pick a, a road, when you pick a path, don't look where that path will take you in 100 miles or 200. Look where that path will take you in 1,000 miles or 5,000 miles, because when you're talking about philosophy, ideology, or even theology— when you choose a particular path to travel down, when it's something as important as a worldview, philosophy of life, and so forth, it is extremely difficult to change direction. You will probably continue to go in the same direction. That's why when churches begin, just begin to compromise on this part of Scripture and that part of Scripture, it seems so minor. And yet, when you continue to travel down the road of doubting the Word of God, doubting the claims of Scripture, in this little area, you will probably doubt more and more and more, and you will just keep traveling down that road till you just don't believe the Bible at all. We see that all around us. Well, when we, and I say we as a culture and a society, began to redefine family, marriage, sexuality, and sexual relationships, I made the statement, oh, it it, it must have been more than 10 years ago. When we begin to redefine God's plan for marriage, family, and sexuality, there will be no end to this. And I remember very specifically, I probably said it on several occasions, but I remember one time specifically, I said, if we begin redefining marriage as anything but a man and a woman, if we say it's a woman and a woman, a man and a man, then the next step is going to be polyamory, uh, polygamy. And I remember I had a caller call me who was a lesbian, and she was furious with me on the air. She said, "I'm, I'm a lesbian, I'm in a committed relationship with another female, but for you to say that the next step is polygamy is terrible, it's horrible, et cetera, et cetera. Well, we've seen where that went. And then I said, You mark my word, if we continue walking down this particular path, 
there will be a time when we will accept bestiality. Now, I know that I have little ears in the audience, so I'm going to try to be very delicate. But I think most of you know what bestiality is, all right? I don't think I need to define it. I don't think I need to go any further. You know what it is. And I remember getting responses from people, Bob, that's ridiculous. You're exaggerating. You're overreacting. Listen, folks. When you leave behind God's plan, there is no limit to the depths of depravity of the human heart. There is no depth to the depravity of the human heart. But people made fun of me. I was criticized because I said that. Well, fast forward to February 21st, 2023. Here is a headline from a reputable news source. Bestiality may be legalized in Spain. Now, the actual headline is an EU state, the European Union. And the implication is, if this is legalized in Spain, it could very well be legalized in other European countries. Listen to this. The practice of bestiality would no longer be considered a criminal offense, according to a proposed amendment to Spain's penal code. Now, in Spain, they don't call it bestiality. They call it zoophilia. Okay? Quote, Zoophilia in Spain may soon become decriminalized after lawmakers finalized the draft of a new penal code amendment on Monday. The legislation is part of an animal welfare bill that was approved by the lower house of the Spanish parliament earlier this month and is now awaiting final approval in the Senate. The amendment seeks to introduce several changes to the Spanish Penal Code, which, as of 2015, has treated bestiality as a form of abuse and suggested a three-month to one-year prison sentence for, and I'm not going to read that, it's bestiality. That was 2015. There is a movement to amend that code. And again, I'm trying to be very delicate here. But if this amendment is approved, it has already been approved by the lower house of the Spanish parliament. It looks like it will be finally approved in the Senate soon in Spain. And if this comes about, punishment would come to animal owners who, um, I'm trying to think of a way to, uh, to present this in a tactful way, uh, only if, let me quote, uh, the activity, and I'm skipping over some things, if the activity requires veterinary treatment to restore its health, it, In other words, to be as delicate as I can, 
if this law passes, if this amendment passes to the penal code in Spain, bestiality will be legal unless the animal is harmed in the act so that it, quote, requires veterinary treatment to restore its health. Do I need to explain what that means? It means bestiality is okay as long as the animal is not injured enough to require veterinary care. It is not only possible, it is probable that Spain will legalize bestiality. Um, This is where we are headed in the moral decay, not only in America, but around the world. I have said it over and over and over again. You follow biblical principles, you have clarity. You know right and wrong. But when you reject biblical principles, natural principles, godly principles, not only do you have chaos, which is the way I usually refer to it, you have chaos, you have just evil running rampant. And how far can man fall? Let me repeat, there is no end to the possible depravity of the human heart. That's why we need a national revival. Um, That's not all that's going on in Spain. I've got a couple of other things when we return. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. Only uh, only people that really know me know how weird my mind works. Probably my wife is the only one. And uh, after 53 years, I'm not sure that she really understands how my mind works. Uh, Anyway, I had intended, right at the top of the hour, to make just a few more comments about what's going on, what has been happening down in Asbury and so forth, and completely forgot about it, got into this thing in Spain, because that's important. It's gross. It is just absolutely gross and disgusting. But we need to understand that's where we are headed. This thing about, well, it doesn't hurt anybody else. The whole same-sex thing, redefining marriage, redefining gender and sexuality, transgenderism, binary, bisexual, non-binary. It doesn't hurt anybody. Just people are doing what they... No! It does hurt other people because it takes our culture 
down a road that is an absolute rebellion against our Creator. And if we continue going that direction, this is where we will be in America. And so that's important. But what I what I intended, just just to quickly, uh, someone put on Facebook about the whole Asbury thing and the the controversy. Said the uh, the altar at your church is a lot closer than Asbury, Kentucky. Now, I think they probably meant that in a derisive way about what has been happening down in Kentucky. Okay? I don't think they meant that in a positive way. But there's some truth to that. I honestly believe, and it's scriptural, if you seek God with your whole heart, he will be found. He will be found. God wants to move upon us. God wants to stir us. Um, Joy and I, in our little ministry, Cross Power, we can look back on the last 22 years that we've been traveling all over the Midwest and actually all over the country. And we have seen just little slices of revival where the altars were just filled with people seeking God's face. Um, uh, well, just a few days ago, I had what most people call a chance meeting with a pastor friend over in Indiana. Dear, dear friend, Joy and I have been over there, I think, twice. We're going to go back to his church. I think it's this coming November. And it's just a church that is really sensitive to God. And the last time we were there was back in October, I believe. We were there for a weekend meeting. And I'm telling you, Sunday morning... Heaven came down. The altars were just filled with people on their faces before God. And I got news. It wasn't the preacher. I don't bring revival in a suitcase, and neither does anybody else. And so I am not in any way diminishing what it looks like God has done, is doing, and I hope will continue to do in Asbury, at Cedarville, at college campuses around the country and local churches around the country. But I just want you to know, you don't have to go to a certain place to have real revival in your heart. God wants an intimate relationship, but we are so consumed with the junk of this world. We are so diverted from the things of God. I mean, we really are. And I think God is just waiting for us to say, God, I want you more than anything. 
more than anything, I want you. And I think God will answer that. All right. I was going to go on with something else going on in Spain, but I've got phone lines filling up. And um, as you know, I always try to defer to the phones. And I've got Al in Westerville on the line. Al, how are you doing today? Welcome. Not not bad for a, a Tuesday afternoon. You know, lots going, uh, going on. Uh, it's following the uh, thing in Asbury along with other things bouncing, bouncing around, but... Brown, I rem- but I remember with my favorite Australian, a guy by the name of Alex Vincent, who was with Wycliffe Bible Translators, he told me a, lo- a long time ago, we were talking about revival, reaching lost, pe- lost people, and he, he said, the one thing you have to, have to do to get a revival and get, reach lost people is it's, it's not a building. It's making the effort to go one-on-one to them. And I think that's what what we as Christians need to, need to do. I mean, going and having, I, you know, it, 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 it's, made, it's, it's made national news, news, but they want to keep it to the, to the students. And, and I think it's... It's a it's a good thing if you're going and turning your heart to God. If it's just some emotional mm-hmm. rock concert thing that saying this will pass. Well, remember when the Jewish leaders wanted to kill the early disciples? Gamaliel, of all people, said, "Hey, leave him alone. If it's of God." It will continue, and if it's not of God, it will fail. I think that's good advice. Al, always good to talk to you. Thanks so much. Mark in Columbus, I'll come to you after this break. 